Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another episode of Adventures in Careerland. It's Adriano Magnifico here. I'm your host for Adventures in Careerland, and we're broadcasting from the Broadcast Media Studio at the Arts and Technology Center in the Louis Riel School Division. The Arts and Tech Program houses 13, actually the Arts and Tech Center houses 13 programs, one of which is the Broadcast Media Program. And it's one of the gems in this building. It's one of those programs that helps students make a call about what should I do after high school. And for some of the students who are in post-secondary, helps them also develop those skills that can help them become very employable. So it's always a great pleasure for me to be in this program. It's, I'm the beneficiary of incredible skill from two student producers who are from the Broadcast Media Program. And they're with me today. Our student producer is CJ, identifies they, them, and how are you today? I'm doing okay. How was your weekend, CJ? It was uh, boring and <laughs> kind of busy. It, it was a long weekend, so um, obviously we had an extra day off, but that extra day was spent at my little cousin's birthday party with a bunch of screaming toddlers, so... That must have been great. No, it was it was awful. It made, was awful. I, I did, Why was it awful? Because it's just say it, say it out loud. <laughs> it's a bunch of, of of screaming children, and who would enjoy sitting there for hours with screaming children around? You? Well, weren't you a screaming kid? Yeah. At one point, yes, but I am no longer a screaming kid. So we, we all. But look at you now, <laughs> smart, intelligent, just a great person. Don't you want to give them the chance to do their screaming before they turn into great people? Yes, just not around me. Okay, okay, <laughs> I get it. Our other producer is Andre Boisjoli, and he's from out of town. How's the flooding out there? Is it get, is Adolf. it receding? It is. Yeah, it's going in Saint Adolf, right? It is. Yeah, so it's uh, it's going down, and uh, I could actually take uh, the two ten. Well, it was closed last week, but now I took it to school, and it, you can see there's like. D debris that's like on the road from uh, the receding water but uh, you just swerve around what kind of debris you see in there are you seeing like uh logs <laughs> logs are Grass. you seeing any animals or anything like that, that... no not actually oh, that's no. good that no. would be frightening yeah oh but uh this weekend during long weekend we had a fire outside and uh we after that we just went around the river well around the dike now that is now covered by the river but you could see like huge logs and stuff like that it was fun so yeah, that's kind of neat. Now, where are all these logs going to go? Like once the water recedes, don't they just kind of sit there on the land or? Mm, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if the municipality. Does somebody clean this stuff up? I guess you, is what usually, I'm asking. Yeah, usually it's the municipality or volunteers and stuff like that. So so they may be calling on you to clean up the land. They might. Yeah. Our school, well, my home school that I go to did call us to uh, sandbag houses like a week ago. I was just about to ask if you yeah, got a sandbag so they, anything. So they, might, so they might call us again to, to clean it up. Now, how long were you sandbagging? Uh, I think we sandbagged, yeah, for a whole day. That's amazing work, the way the community coming together. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was fun. And... I remember the 97 flood. It was freaky. I was on Lindale Drive, mm -hmm. and the water was right up to the curb, and we had to sandbag along Lindale Drive in Norwood, and it was just freaky. And I remember the, the Army 
had set up shop in the something called, we call the Flood Bowl in Norwood. It was a giant army camp. I thought we were being attacked because I was, I was walking. <laughs> I remember waters. Well, just attack. I thought, what are these army people? What are these fatigues? What are these tents doing here? Yeah. And they were just part of the uh, part of the team helping to sandbag. Amazing. They didn't sign up for that, I guess, in army school. No, no. Oh, they true. probably did. Well, maybe. Well, they must have some water training or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Subwater training. Subwater training. Carry okay, a sandbag on your back as yeah. you swim or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, it sounds like your weekends were eventful. I did a bit of gardening. Oh, that's what I do. That's what I was doing. I planted the tomatoes. Oh, yeah? Tomatoes are ready to Didn't go. Didn't we but get frost like a day I know, ago? I know, but not yesterday. So I planted them yesterday night. I didn't, didn't do it the night before because can you believe we're talking frost in oh, I know. mid-May? Oh, I know. This is crazy. It is. It's no, great. No, no. <laughs> Cesar has this thing where they like cold weather. I do. Cold weather is great. When we no. had when we had those two days where it was single digits, oh, that was that was amazing. That's... Winter or summer, CJ? Winter. Really? Yes. Come on. The, this week it's supposed to be like mid twenties, and I I will not survive. I don't like I don't like the heat either. I have very sensitive skin, but uh, okay. I like a nice twenty degree day. That's yeah. a that's a beautiful day. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, <laughs> hey, we don't want to belabor this conversation because it is becoming belabored. We have a special guest today, and this is a, a very unique guest for us on Adventures in Careerland. This is a former student of mine that I happened to run into, and I'll be honest, I didn't recognize this person, but he came up to me and said, hi, Megs. I went, what? Who are you? Get away from me. <laughs> Quit bothering me. But it turns out he's one of my all-time favorite students. He was just looking different. He's all grown up. That's what happens sometimes. And because um, teachers deal with thousands of students. I didn't exactly remember who it was, but then he said who he was. And I went, it just flooded back. So, hey, we're, this is a special guest today. It is a former student of mine from 2015, and that's not that long ago. So I don't know what it says about me. It's my uh, former student from Windsor Park Collegiate, Robert Ducalo. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Starting the work week on a Tuesday, uh, starting with a little Magnifico in the morning. I'm feeling pretty good. Thanks for having me, Mag. Your recounting of uh, when we ran into each other was pretty spot on. I remember you walked in. I said, yes, Mags is here. And I was like, hey, Mags. And then the, the look that you gave me, like the little like side eyes, like, oh, yeah, he has no <laughs> idea who I am. Like not even a clue. That was pretty spot on. Well, I just thought, you know, with this Adventures in Careerland celebrity that this has brought me, I just, there's people stopping me in the street all the time. I know, I just, want uh, autograph. I believe yeah, it. Want yeah, I, a picture I, with you. Yeah, that says, I, I've got to start carrying uh Bodyguards. Eight by ten glossies with me. <laughs> and signed quickly with an entourage. Bodyguards, that's right, with yeah. dark glasses, yeah. dark suits. Not really. Anyway, <laughs> how are you, sir? You're from Windsor Park. Do you remember how I, I do you remember how we first came to be you were a student and you were in my class? Do you remember the class? Oh, hundred percent. How could I forget? And actually it was more like two thousand and eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, two thousand fifteen. What you... is fifteen? Right on, okay. Yeah, because you ended up cutting out after uh, my grade nine year there, Mac. I was pretty uh, disappointed and pissed off about that. But it was film and media. That was the class where we got to meet each other. I, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was great. Walked into the class. Mag comes in, sits on his computer chair, rolls around. He's got his uh, whiteboard marker, pretends it's a cigar. I said, this is going to be a banging class. I can tell right now. That's the type of teacher you were. <laughs> That's right. I, I forgot. I always smoked my my markers. Um <laughs> And and I pretended I was a mafia guy. Do you remember all those days? Oh, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I was always smoking. Anyway, you were that class was a funny class. It was called film studies, and the history of that class was uh, the principal at the time 
said we needed a class for grade nines, an elective they could take. I guess she said, let's do something in film studies. Magnifico, can you do it? And I didn't really want to do it because I was doing the career internship program at Windsor Park. And I thought it's going to take away from that program. And it turned out to be the craziest class because I said, okay, I'll do a film studies and media class. And uh, do you remember? It was packed. I couldn't. We had like 40 kids sign up for that class. And the deal was, if you recall, I only showed black and white films. So, oh, of course, yeah. Do you remember that? There was no color. There was no latest film. We were showing Casablanca, Roman Holiday, the original Psycho. Got a few calls from parents about that one. Uh, <laughs> sure. And, uh, and it, it's a wonderful life. Do you remember that? Like, what was going through your head when you're looking at that film collection? And why were so many people coming to this film class? Well, I think there was a little misconception because I joined the film class under the impression that we were going to be watching color movies. And this, in the first day, he said, we're watching black and white. And I looked at my friend who got me to sign up, and I, uh, I had some choice words for him. But it actually turned out to be really good. <laughs> Psycho is one of my favorite films. It's a Wonderful Life. Actually, I watch that uh, every holiday season with my family now. So And you wouldn't really have, right? Great. Like, you would have never touched that film. Oh, yeah, not a chance. Uh, like, I watched some, some older ones, uh, some, some Clint Eastwood classics with my dad, but that's about uh, as far back as I'd gone. Never really looked at uh, black and white before, but after that, it kind of changed my perspective and, yeah, allowed me to do a lot of better, you know, classic films, I, I guess is how it... I, you know, I remember when we, uh, when we watched Casablanca, I remember a, a grandparent came to parent-teacher and just thanked me because... Her daughter was excited to watch Casablanca with her on the weekend, and the daughter set up the whole thing. And I thought, well, that's amazing that the girl wanted to watch Casablanca to begin with, but could tell her the entire plot and what was happening and the film noir nuances of the whole film. It was kind of cool. Anyway, that's that's cool. That's here nor there. That was a good time. That's how we met. You're with a buddy named Harris. What was that kid's name? Uh, Tyler Harris. Tyler yeah, Harris. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Tyler Harris. And I called you guys Duke and Harris. I remember that. Duke yeah, and Harris Harry PI. And yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a Starsky and Hutch type of spin-off, that's right, actually. That's right. Because you guys are always giving me trouble. Anyway. Always. But it was good trouble. Anyway, you went off to the world. And when I saw you, if it's 2011, that's a while back, you've come a ways. I want to hear about some of your journey. What were you taking in grade, grade 11 and 12? Because I left, as you're right. I abandoned you, right? As, as you aptly. Yeah. Uh, cut out. I, well, I, I just said I've had enough of this guy, and I I left. I'm I don't done. blame you. It's like a bad parent. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I I I just I went off to to other things, but you're still meandering through the school. What kind of courses you taking? What's influencing you at the school? So grade eleven, uh, if I can recall, I was in the career internship program as well. The uh, it's kind of like an English life work kind of combo. Uh, I did resume writing. I did the apprentice or job shadowing, I believe pretty awesome program apart from that uh what else was i taking in grade 11 well you're into graphics right gym. yeah you're into graphic uh, yeah. arts with herc yeah, and mage down graphics. there yep yeah with a uh, major herc that was one of the big ones i was in the woods classes uh i was taking either pre-cal or applied and i did not do very well in those subjects i remember that that's limiting right um, what, like when you're taking the heavy math because everybody tells you to take the math right Oh, Take the math. Keep your options open. There's a there's a guidance counselor. They just hit the rewind button on that one. <laughs> Keep your options open. And so everybody says take pre-cal, but not everyone can take pre-cal. And oh, and, I could. Well, 
did you like it? Did you take pre-cal and like it, or did you struggle through it? What did oh, you do? I, oh, I hated it. I think I squeaked by with a 57. It was not pretty, but uh, I wish I would have taken applied in grade 12. I ended up taking consumer so I could have a good time in my grade 12 year. And I actually, when I was about to graduate from business school, I needed to go to an adult ed learning center to get my grade 12 applied math because I didn't have the prerequisites. So at least applied is what I would recommend to students because I've heard, it I've can heard come back people... to... Uh, have to do that afterwards if they don't take it's usually applied not pre-cal but if you don't take it in high school you'll have to take it for certain jobs afterwards yeah you know i was not impressed yeah and there's this crazy myth about taking pre-cal that oh you have to take it or your life will be irrevocably changed for the worse. <laughs> like there's there's this yeah. but it doesn't have to be that way applied is the middle of the road one and essential's really good so if you take essential you probably got some real life skills and then you got some oh, of the yeah. applied pieces yep all i've learned is yeah, in no. uh, essentials is how to build a pool <laughs> how to build a pool well what? i think a, a pool yeah like we had to do the dimensions for the pool and oh, I well that. i i take essential maths and i think it's the most useful course i mean they yes. teach you finances how to budget yes how to have right. uh, banking account and stuff like that taxes i like it's stuff you're actually going to use cj yeah. length times width will help you make <laughs> that pool so it's hmm. important stuff yeah, what are you I, talking I, about i guess if i ever want a pool in my backyard i know how it's to not make a pool. it you're supposed to apply I that know. to every other rectangle that you're trying to make <laughs> or every other circle you're trying to make with radius yeah. and diameter. Come on. You're smart. <laughs> anyway, I know, but there's there's other pathways. And you were you were thinking graphic arts because and this is what happens in school and this is what happens in education. This is what happens in life. You connected to a couple of teachers who really enjoyed what they were doing and you felt like you were getting good at something. Is that fair to say? Yeah, no, 100%. I, yeah, I originally wanted to go into ed to be graphic. Uh, like, when I graduated in grade 12, that's what I wanted to do, just because I saw people like you in grade 9 in film and media. I saw Herc in the graphics lab, major. They were doing stuff that they really liked to do. It was apparent. You could just tell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when Mag sits down in his chair and he's puffing his whiteboard cigar, you could tell that he liked what he was doing, and I thought that was pretty uh, admirable, and that's what I kind of wanted to replicate early on, for sure. I'm puffing one right now, <laughs> just in your honor. I actually heard that. I'm puffing one right now. And he, but that's the amazing thing about school, right? Like you're looking for those moments where what am I good at? What am I good at? What do yeah. I connect with? And you're watching people carefully. What I'm hearing you say is you're watching those adults carefully to see what level of enjoyment and engagement they have, right? Yeah, no, 100%. See, that's that's where you're moving forward. You're leaving high school. You think you're going to go into graphic arts, but you don't exactly do that. What happens to you? Yeah, well, uh, I mentioned the kind of funny sense of the prerequisites there. Uh, I actually didn't have the English prerequisite to go straight into uh, education. So I, I was doing U1, and I was going to just go from university into the faculty because then they wouldn't be looking at my high, high school prerequisites at that point. So, Duke, let uh, me get this straight for a second there. Is it fair to say you were just a lousy <laughs> student in high school? No, no, no. See, see <laughs> when you when you had me as a student in grade 9, I was getting honor roll. I was doing great. And then as, as it progressed... Oh, so it's I, my, it's my fault. Yeah. I, I left. See, was, I left. I was the bad parent who left. That was the fork in the road. After Mags left, I said, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna lash out, and I'm going to show him how much he's messed me up. And, uh, yeah, so I took, I took the pretty cakey courses in grade 12. But I ended up going to university, taking sort of like U1 type of stuff. Oh, and boy. I got hired at a bank. 
uh, which was just kind of like a shot in the dark, and I ended up taking. So, business, so what's uh, a shot yeah. in the dark at a bank? How do you get hired at a bank, a credit union, right? I have, yeah, yeah, I applied online actually. I just uh, I was looking at job postings. I was working at Walmart at the time. Walmart was fine. It was pretty pretty hey, easy. Hey, but I was about now, to okay, you're the first guy we've had on working at Walmart. Did you have to do that mm-hmm. cheer in the morning? I feel you know what like I'm talking that, about? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. No, that definitely occurred. I didn't participate, but it does happen. <laughs> okay. So yeah. tell tell my worthy producers what the cheer at Walmart's all about. Yeah. You know what? I actually couldn't tell you, Max. I, uh, <laughs> I loathe that morning thing. I'm not a morning person. So if I was in there in the morning and that chant was going on, I was just, uh, I was not having it. But it was something something to do with, I don't know, community, I assume. Yeah, what they get in the morning. These guys all get together and do this massive cheer at Walmart in the morning. Like just the employees? The employees, yeah. Well, no, they're they're forcing all the the customers. (laughs) Get in here and cheer. (laughs) Get in here and cheer. I'm thinking like over the intercom. (laughs) No, you know what? That would be fun too. But to start (laughs) their day, Walmart gets the employees together and Uh, they do a massive cheer to build community, to build camaraderie to okay. build teamwork really? yes it's a massive thing they all participate it does happen that and, sounds yeah. like a ritual <laughs> <laughs> well it's got it's, well yeah they get in a circle and they they do this clapping thing and this chant and <laughs> it's a little spooky it's a little spooky and for me so I kind of and start like saying no but it's kind of cool what they're oh, yeah. trying to do is build the team highly right? likely yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's built the now the average, I guess the average worker, the new worker is going in there and thinking, you know, what kind of cult yeah. have I joined? But 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 it's Pretty not much, exactly yeah. that. It's just a team building exercise, right? Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. It is, it is, it is. Like I, when you read, look it up on the internet. You guys know what the internet is. Do you, yeah. do you two know what the internet is? Like, go the, look it up on the internet. You'll yeah, see what there has the, to be a video. What it's all about. There has to be a video somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna search yeah. that right after. Right because after. That sounds hilarious. It is. It is. Anyway. So you're working at Walmart, which is what were you doing at Walmart? I'm curious. Were you greeting at the door? I love oh, those I guys. Wish. That would have been a sweet job. Yeah. Oh, no, that's they, the best. Uh, Can I check your package? Yeah. Like that's yeah, pretty like, much. I that's think, pretty much what they're asking there. I, I, thought, that's I think that's easy. an airport, not Walmart. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. it, that's a Walmart piece, right? They don't check your. Package. <laughs> they're looking at your package if you walk in with one. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. But, Absolutely. Uh, so then you're yeah, at Walmart no. and you you apply online at the credit union. What even yeah. like all these jobs you could be applying online to? Why are you going to the bank? Uh, I saw that the pay was significantly better than I was making in electronics at Walmart, and I thought, you know, I'm going to university now, and you know, maybe this is the career progression. And I got to, I actually, funny thing is that I had to record my responses to a list of questions. That was step one of the interview process. It's a very long interview process for financial institutions, and I went through about ninety percent of the questions. And I thought that I had been referring to the bank by a different name, another bank's name. And basically me saying, oh, I, I doubt you got this far because I've been calling this bank the wrong name the whole time. That actually is what got me the interview because the, the person that was looking at it, she thought it was hilarious. She's like, oh, yeah, no, you were fine. <laughs> but like, it's really funny that you you completely like deflated at that point. I thought that I'd give you a shot and it, uh, it ended up paying off. So Well, well fine. played. That was a great play. That could have been a disaster. I've had students. I've set up a lot yep. of internships in my life where students sent the TD letter to RBC and got a terse reply, you know, like, it, yeah, you can't do that in, but it's a, it's a credit union. They're kinder, I think too, aren't they? Much more kinder community oriented. It's part of their kind of integral mission and, yes. and their yes. community values. Yeah. I would yeah. think they're strict because you're handling like money and that's pretty important. Yeah, but, oh, a, they are. but a credit union's different than an RBC. 
in, yeah. in terms Much of public better. perception and stuff. They just because it's it's uh these credit unions are kind of co-ops, right? Aren't mm -hmm. they? They're like they're giant they co-ops yeah. where, where where people are all invested in the in the in in the bank, and it's uh it's different than RBC, private corporation making billions of dollars a year, which yeah, is great. It's quite different. I like RBC. They work with me on future launch on a great project. They are all right. Amazing stuff I do with RBC. RBC but us. but but different. Yeah, you know, well, they're different. They're huge, right? They're absolutely yeah. huge. one of the biggest I, companies in the world. Anyway, yeah. the, now you're into the bank. You actually get the job at the bank. What was the interview right, like for right. for for an Assiniboine? Was it an Assiniboine Credit Union? I was at Cambrian at the time. Cambrian. Okay. So what was yeah. the interview like? What kind of questions were they asking you? Do you remember? Pretty run-of-the-mill questions, um, asking about attention to detail, dealing with customer service, my numeracy. When I had to make, I remember distinctly one of the questions was, can you describe a time when you had to uh, pick between two alternatives? And uh, I talked about my love life, not the way you should answer that question. Um, <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. oh my gosh! Interview. You mean you're you're looking at people to ask to dance in a disco, and that was your answer? You need a better yeah, story, dude. Uh, yeah, no, it was not. Uh, it, it, I don't know. Like this, this woman, she thought I was hilarious. I guess I don't know because yeah, uh, you, yeah, you have job, humor. But... You could get any job, apparently. Well, or yeah, or no, you're I'm doing not. everything you can. This is like a George Costanza moment. You're doing everything you can <laughs> to not get the job, and they're and they're going to hire you. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Did you ever get asked uh, any trick questions? Because I know sometimes they'll put in a trick question, like or like uh, some weird questions. Yeah, yeah, like what would you bring with you on an island? And then if you say like family or something. Something, then they're like, oh, okay, you care about your family. Or yeah. if you say, like, your phone, then they're like, yeah. oh, okay, well, then maybe yeah. we won't hire them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Trick questions. There, there might have been some in there. If they, if they were, I, I most likely would have failed those as well. But no, no not to my <laughs> recollection. Uh, I like a guy I with confidence. It. I like this. Yeah. It, it was a long interview process. So uh, I went in, I did the video recording. I found out maybe a few weeks later that they wanted an in-person interview. I went and I did that. Then there was another round and I went in for another in-person interview. They brought in some different people in the room. I feel like there was a second HR representative. There was also potentially the president of the company at the time. I don't remember, but there was three people in there. And I actually had, had to do a test. Uh, there was like a simulation um, it basically simulated a day at the branch. You had to do it's like there was customer service elements. There was math involved. I had to do a math test as well. Uh, and then after that, I believe there was actually one final group interview. And then I got the job. It was quite a long process. It took a number Sounds of months like it, to actually uh... get through. Well, that's amazing that you got through. That means you're kind of a special guy. I don't know. That kind of sounds like an interrogative. No, thing. but that's what you're. I'm telling you, I was yeah. I was privy to an RBC uh, um, interview process uh, for selection, and uh, we gave a group of candidates for their future launch uh, candidacy programs uh, exercises. Like they gave them exercises to do, and we were watching their teamwork in action from afar. And they had projects yeah. to figure out. Like, they really want to see you in action today. It's not just about, yeah, I'm a great team player. Show, <laughs> me, show me the money. And so they'll create a teamwork simulation. Show me the money. Yeah. Show me the money, baby. <laughs> and now now I think employers who are getting really serious about interviewing are saying, well, let's set up a simulation where you need to demonstrate teamwork with the candidates with whom you're competing yeah. That sounds like a game show, but it that's, was, a, that's it, a good way to look at it, too. It was kind of a game show. That's a neat way to look at it, too, CJ. It was kind of a game mm -hmm. show, but they're finding the right candidate. 
Yeah, because then, then like, if someone is obviously lying on their resume and they're like, oh, I work great with other people. Then they or, yeah, and, and you see this person, <laughs> you know, point. as yeah. nasty as anything. Yeah. It's, it, 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 <laughs> it, it, it may not work when, you know, when you're working as a teller and you've got, it's such sensitive information you're dealing with, with money too. So you have to have this special sense yeah. of, of, of protocol and courtesy and propriety and that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's important yeah. stuff. So that's cool it's, that you're um, the bank. So you're thinking the bank, I'm going to be a banker. And you're uh, yeah. you're in an education program at the University of Winnipeg Business Administration, correct? Uh, so at the time, I, I hadn't actually gotten into the ed faculty. I was just doing U1. But then when I got hired at the bank, I applied to the faculty of business. So I was taking, you know, I was going for my business admin degree, and then I was going to try and get my securities license after that point. So I was taking things like marketing, uh, you know, operations management, human resource management. Uh, managerial accounting, things like that. Oh my gosh, after, you are right into it. You are right into it, and you're going to apply for securities. Like that is your career path. So that's what I was thinking. What made you veer from that path? You were uh, ready well, to go, was, and you went through the interview. You screwed up that interview. You still got it. They I loved you. They it, loved so. you. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, you see. The thing is that after I was working uh, in uh, financial services for a little bit, I kind of. As you guys, as I noted earlier, didn't do great in the pre-cal. I just kind of found out that math and numbers, it wasn't something I really liked doing every day, all day. And uh, I ended up, there was, like, there was a lot of people that were working in financial services that were there for like 30 years. And the only way that you were going to get hours was if A, they went on vacation, B, they got hit by a bus or something like that. So I was a little impatient. Hit by a bus. So, like, so, so were you stalking some of these people in the parking lot after work? Just saying, <laughs> how, much, uh, yeah. how much longer are you going to work here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, Ellen, when are, you, when are you taking off for the day? Oh, I'll be out of here soon. Okay, okay, good to know. <laughs> Run to my car. Um, it's got to uh, be a bus, so, yeah, though. No, it's got to be a bus. It can't be any vehicle. No, oh the God. Civic would not have done enough damage to Ellen. She's, uh, <laughs> she was tanky, but... Oh my! Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't mean it in that sense. She, she was just a tough woman. She was, uh, yeah, very. Yeah, very we'll leave. We'll, we'll leave this right now. Yeah, I'm sorry I brought it yeah. up. Anyway, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, good that, save. That's good, good save. fun. We're just having fun. So yeah. let's think about. You're saying I don't like the numbers. I don't like this piece. You must be at a crossroads, thinking, "What? Where do I go?" Understand? Yeah. Basically, what made me switch. I ended up doing a couple other things after the bank, but I really didn't have any idea of where to go. The good thing about business is it's very broad and you have a lot of earning potential. You've got a lot of upper mobility there, which is great. The only issue that I had is that it's so broad. You can use it in such a variety of different fields that I had no idea where I wanted to go with it. And um, I found out that it wasn't finance really, wasn't something I was super interested in. And one of my professors, uh, his name was Fabrizio. We called him Fab. He was quite the time. He was a good guy. He ended up phrasing it in a way that it just kind of all clicked. And I was like, damn, you've had the holy grail this entire time, and you're just letting us know about this now. And uh, so basically what he said to me is that he just broke it down in a really simple way. If you look at a day, just one single day, not a whole life, not a week, just look at one day, there's 24 hours in it. Eight hours, roughly, you're going to be at work. So if you have a job that doesn't make you miserable, if you actually kind of enjoy doing that job, then that's a good start. If you have a spouse that doesn't make you miserable either, if you, you know, maybe she even makes you happy, he or she makes you happy, then that's, that's basically all it is because the rest of the time you're going to be sleeping. So you can find something that you don't mind doing all day and you find someone that you like being around in the evening, then that's basically all you need. And I said, wow, that's really simple. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. That's an and, interesting uh, way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, like after I he told me that, it just kind of clicked for me. And I was like, you know what? I wanted to do teaching right out of high school, and I think that's probably what I'm going to do. And I had my I basically had my bachelor's in business at the time. I had a little bit of experience, and I said, I'm just going to teach business to, to kids. Holy, someone just ripped it down the street. That guy's going like 80. Um, so but, we can say yeah. that uh, Duke is sitting in his car. Yep. Uh, and he's he's outside watching He's not things. driving, though. He's don't worry. Yeah, is that a, no. in a – wait, you said there were kids – are you in a school zone? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm at, I'm at Sisler High School. I'm doing my practicum block right now, and I'm parked basically right uh, right alongside the field there so right oh, yeah. when you guys called me in there was like screaming kids running around they everybody's outside for gym and um you know you should have went and uh joined them let out some energy <laughs> oh man yeah, I, yeah I really cj wish, who loves actually. kids that's great advice yeah let's hang out with the kids there, no CJ. not me yeah he, okay he should, he okay should. anyway go back yeah. to this story <laughs> where you're talking about this great piece of advice you got from your uh your prophet oh right right yeah, yeah. So he told me that, and um, I ended up kind of just going back to Magnifico, Major, and Herkimer at Windsor Park there and kind of seeing them doing what they really love to do every day. And uh, I thought that's something that I wanted to do, but I already had my business degree, so I thought, okay, I'll just teach business. I don't want to have to go through the whole you know, process of being a graphics teacher. I already know a lot about business. I'll just teach that. And I found out that there actually are business classes. There are 13 of them. And I would actually have an opportunity to do that. So I ended up going into an after-degree program uh, with Red River now, and I'm doing my third and fourth track from that Sistler, And that's kind of the, the game plan for me. So that's where I'm at now. And I, and I actually got in touch with uh, Mr. Herkimer. He, he kind of introduced me to the Junior Achievement Program. It's uh, Mags, you know all about this, but for those that don't, it's basically a high school business comp- entrepreneurship business competition right. where students come up with a, a company. They develop a product they manufacture it they sell it they keep the revenue and they compete for additional scholarships yeah well that's where i saw you that's where we uh, reconnected there duke you were yeah you were an advisor to the windsor park team and i i was i in in lure riel one of the things i do is i promote entrepreneurship and so i always work i try to work with all the teams that are uh, in junior achievements i i work with the Nelson Mack team, but I, I also pop into the Windsor Park team. If J.H. Bruns has a team some years, and it's 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 just getting back on its legs. It's called the company program, and uh, I saw you there. So what did you think of the Junior Achievement Program? Uh, I absolutely loved it. Uh, this is my second year doing it. I came in the year before COVID. I guess actually the year that COVID kind of started and it was sort of cut short. Um, it, it was, uh, it was okay. It wasn't too bad. Like I kind of came in midway through and I didn't really kind of get the whole gist, but this year I, I was in it start to finish. It was a really small group of advisors at Windsor Park. It was just me, Carla Allen and Carrie Boyer who were exceptional, uh, really, really great advisors, uh, mentors. And I worked, I worked mostly with the finance group. It was a couple, couple students and, uh, it was awesome. We just had a really good time. And when I saw you at the award show, uh, when my my team cleaned up and got company of the year, shout out to them. Uh, it was just really uh, kind of everything that I've done to this point sort of sort of seems like it was working out. 
Um, you know, all the kids in my finance group either got scholarships or awards for, you know, VP of Finance of the Year. Yes, yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so at least I'm not completely awful at this like I was in the interview at, uh, <laughs> you know, with the bank. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at so far, and I'm hoping that I can continue doing the junior achievement, trying to make an impact and helping some young young people find their way and be passionate uh, business leaders of tomorrow. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Well, that's really good that you're volunteering. That's discretionary time you're giving up. I always, I have great admiration for people who take their own discretionary time and share it with others to help others get stronger and faster and, and, and just, just help them grow. So that was awesome that you were doing that. And that program sounds yeah. like lots of fun too. It is fun. You guys it's can awesome. take this. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been doing JA for a long time over the years. And, um, I love that Windsor Park finally won this. Like it's it's uh, yeah. Nelson Mack was winning for like four or five years in a row there, and it was cleaning up. Yeah, it, it was it, it it was a lot, uh, and uh, it was good for them because they're a small school too. But once you start winning, once you start participating, once you start feeling success in that program, it's a real life experience that you can't replicate in in school because no, it's it's success is based on can you sell this product and do you have the revenue and the sales to show that you sold this product? So it really helps you understand business. You would have loved it, Duke, if we had it at Windsor park, it was uh, at the time, but now that, uh, now that it's flourishing and now that it's uh, it's, it's taking uh, a foothold here in the division. I'm super happy that more kids are getting that experience. It's uh, yeah. You and me both. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. So look at yeah, you're, really you're sitting in the pews now. You're you're one of those students who was an average kid sitting in the uh, very um, average. Uh, well, but an average student getting average marks. Nobody's paying attention to you. You know what I mean? Like you're no. not. We don't have to drag you over the line to pass, and you're not getting the exit no. awards at the end, right? Uh, yeah. After grade nine, it was just sort of there. Cruising. Not her, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Cruising, you're, you're, but that's the yeah. average student that when I say average student, yeah. that's what I mean. So if you were to talk yeah. to students and I, I love having you in this podcast because, you know, we've had some pretty high powered people on in the last few podcasts, you know, some, some oh, yeah. people have really succeeded, which I believe is, is what's going to happen to you too. But in business, they've gone on to some pretty high right. end business, um, uh, companies. Uh, what would you tell a young kid sitting in the pews back at Windsor Park uh, about how to make your way? What's the best way to make your way? If you had advice to give to them, what would you what would you give them with your knowledge, um, with your intimate knowledge now of life and education? So much knowledge. Um, what what to tell? There's so much. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but what I would say is probably just understand who you are as a person. Uh, like for me, I thought it was going to be finance, but at the end of the day, you know, you kind of got to look in the mirror and know who you are and know what you would be okay doing every day, all day for, you know, 40 years or 45 years, however long you're working for. So you kind of need to know who you are, what you wouldn't mind doing on a daily basis. And the, the other piece that I would say is get involved with extracurriculars and uh, volunteering if you can, if you have the time to do that, because... What I've noticed is that after, well, with my time now at Sizzlers, that first off, the kids here are great, really, really great school. Um, I can tell who does extracurriculars and who does not. Um, because of COVID, people have been isolated for the past two years. So I'm teaching some grade 10 classes. Some of the students that are in sports, that do cadets, that do volunteering, that do the recycling program and other things like that, just by interacting with them, you can tell that 
they're just a lot farther along in their you know development than others because they have great personal communication skills. They can look me in the eye and they're not you know like sweating or, or running in fear, um, and that they they have a lot easier job doing things that they're going to be doing in the real world, working with others and communicating. I already mentioned that, but oh, right on. I would say, so what yeah. would you say then? Like, what's the advantage of doing extracurriculars for the, it makes for you the stand advertising? Out. Makes you stand out in, in, in yeah, what way? It makes you stand out. So everybody's going to have their, you know, their resume and they're going to have their skills. They're going to have their goals. They're going to maybe, you know, have, uh, you know, the references, whatever, but, before you have a fleshed out resume, when you have job experience and you can talk about those professional experiences, if you do volunteering and you do extracurricular work, it allows you to develop professional, you know, ask skills before you're actually in that professional role. So as an example, when I was in the career internship program, there was a requirement to get volunteer work. So I volunteered at Misericordia Hospital and I got a lot of experience doing a lot of different jobs so i was managing uh it was called pub night all of the seniors we we would uh you know wheel them down from the room there'd be a performance or there'd be games there'd be drink and food and i got experience working in teams doing customer service of of sorts and working Uh, with seniors i worked with a lot of seniors in, in in my youth volunteering and running programs for seniors that's a different that's a different mindset and if if yeah. you can connect to a senior uh, who's lived a life of experience, that's a powerful piece in in your life. That, yeah. that says something about you, and you have to iterate and play with that. And because seniors, again, they bring that wealth of insight to the world, and how you connect with them is 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 incredible practice for you as as a human being connecting to anybody. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly it, right? Because uh, like I was doing the volunteering at Misericordia, I played sports and I was on sports teams. So when I got to that interview process, my resume had a few other things on it that others might not have had. And I had a lot of experience working in teams, managing professional events, uh, like I did at the volunteering. And it just allows you to separate yourself a little bit. And it develops essential skills, uh, skills for success, I like to call them things, uh, things that you're going to actually be using in the professional, uh, sphere, like work, workplace. Right on. You sound, so that's what I would say. Hey, you sound very profound. You got to get in front <laughs> of these kids and tell them. Sounds like you got a lot uh, yeah. to say. So I think you're in the right job. I think you're finding your vocation. I think you're finding the pathway, but now it's time for something we do. That's a little special and going to be unique to you. It's called the quick cues. And I'm going to turn uh, that over to CJ. Who's going to run you through the gauntlet. I love the little uh uh-oh you did at the beginning but anyways (laughs) quick cues is just a bunch of quick questions don't think about them just answer whatever comes to your mind first and if you can't pick just say neither or something okay terribly terribly concerned but let's go (laughs) first question dog or cat person dog does pineapple belong on pizza no Favorite family tradition? Uh, World Juniors Boxing Day. What do you put on toast? Peanut butter. Favorite summer activity? Uh, favorite summer? Probably fishing with my dad. Messy or tidy desk? Messy. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Pronounce D-A-T-A. Data? <laughs> Starbucks or Tim's? Uh, Tim's. 
Favorite social media? Uh, Instagram. Texting or phone calls? Texting. Outdoors or indoors? Probably indoors. Cold or warm milk? Cold. Favorite genre of music? Uh, and hip hop. Toilet paper over or under? Toilet paper over or under? Yep. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. So we'll say over, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Morning or night? Night. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Greatest fear? Uh, heights. And your favorite podcast? Adventures in Careerland. Yes. Got it right. You got the right answer. Woo. Some, some people get that wrong, and we have to kick them out. Excommunicate them from yeah. the, from the podcast. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so it looks like we're just going to have to cut this entire segment. Sorry, broadcast team. He didn't get adventures in career line. We'll have to start this all over again. Apologies. <laughs> that's, well, that's, no, we don't even do that. We just, we shun them. Yeah. We uh, completely yeah. Shun publicly. Them. Yeah. We publicly, yeah. We start <laughs> sending bad tweets out and things like that. Send the Twitter mob after him. That's, that's right. That's right. Well. And we have, and boy, we got the social media group here in the broadcast media program. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible thing. Anyway, you know what that, you know what I felt like you were doing? When you were hmm. doing the quick cues, you were in the in the credit union interview. <laughs> That's what I felt. They were. It sounded like they were asking. They were interviewing you for a credit union job. So it was fantastic. Anyway, you know what, yeah. Robert? That was awesome. I'm so glad you took some time, and I'm so glad I ran into you. And this is what my life is. I never know who the guests are, um, mm. in in a particular month, and I always rely on just uh, the serendipity of running into ex students or people who are doing wonderful things and have made decisions in their lives that are moving them in growth-oriented directions. And I think you're doing that. I just like what you're doing. And I, I like that we talked about you being average, but you are anything but average. I think you're going to make a big difference to kids down the road if you continue in your uh, in your goal to, to be the teacher. And uh, I'm just proud of you. You're one of my boys. I'm proud of you. Good for you. I appreciate that, Max. Yeah, I, uh, you know, average, uh, I, I would say more of a late bloomer, very, very late bloomer. Nothing wrong late with late blooming. <laughs> Nothing wrong with late blooming. Those, those are some of the nicest yeah. flowers in my garden. All right? Oh, they're, so, they're, the, mo they're the prettiest. I agree. They're pretty. Well, pretty. I, I don't know how pretty you are, but you're certainly <laughs> full of life and, and vibrance and uh, just internal beauty. That kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, sure yeah. you're pretty. Ignore him. Yeah, you're. Yeah. you're, you're I am. Yeah. I'm not even I can, gonna get can confirm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, hey, thanks for doing this, Duke. What a pleasure it was to have you on. Yeah, Good it's stuff. been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And Go ladies blast. and gentlemen, that's it for another edition of Adventures in Careerland. <laughs>